Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Woo woo. Gotta love some drumming in the morning. Yes. Yeah. It's essential to lift your spirits. Sure. That's what I'm saying. And and I was going to do some very serious shows, and I thought, nope, I got to stay with the whole energy <laughs> going up, not down. <clears throat> so how are you doing, Benny? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for working with me this morning. I had all this stuff I wanted to. <laughs> and you put your all your magic together, and hey. we're ready to go. Par, uh, part of the job, I guess. Well, do, do for you. What I do for magic. you. Your oh, magic. Thank you. Thank you. So let's see. I'm going to tell a story because that's okay. what I like to do. Story time with Dina. <laughs> Might have been six weeks ago, and I was pretty happy to be back doing mm-hmm. my show and being in the studio with you. And yep. then I thought, okay, I'm going to go uh, to Snohomish because my intuition said to. I'm like, why would I go to Snohomish? I'm headed towards you know, Camino Island. And it says, why don't you go visit your friend Annie at uh, Gorilla Bites, which is a, an amazing restaurant, vegan, mm-hmm. vegetarian. That's in Snohomish. I'm like, well, I'll get something to eat, and I'll say hi. And then uh, Mikey, you know, Mikey, my son, yes. he lives by a, a store called Sprouts, mm-hmm. which is where I'm trying to eat right and be healthy. And I see a Sprouts to the right of me. And so I jump out of my car and I'm putting on my mask and I hear, Dina, oh my God, it's Dina. <laughs> and I said, who is it? It's Jake. It was Jake Douglas. And joining me this morning is Jake. Good morning, Jake. Hi, Dana. Thanks for having me. How are oh, you doing? Oh, man. I'm like, you have to be back on my show. <laughs> and here you are. I was looking up actually the uh, the show that you posted last time, and it was almost exactly three years ago. <laughs> I'm having some really cool synchronicities because I'm in the flow, and that's what we're really going to talk about. And uh, you were on the show twice. Um, I it was once a long time ago, and then uh, Gigs for You was on. And things have changed with music. We know that, but uh, tell the listeners how you met me. Well, I met you because I was beta testing the uh, music ed tech service that I run called Practicing Musician in uh, five different schools. Two of the schools were up in the Mount Vernon, uh, Burlington Edison district. And I was at this little bakery where you were working and you just kept, uh, you know, every Tuesday I'd go up there and, and do work between the different classes. And I'd just be pretty much hyper-focused on my computer and you'd come up to me and you'd, you'd serve me some food and you'd, you'd be like, uh, you're like, man, you're really, really focused. What are you doing? And then so we got to talking and uh, just really connected because we're both into a lot of the energy work and the um, uplifting people and making sure that there's uh, that people um, can have positive experiences in their life. So it was amazing. And I, at that point, there's nobody in there but you. So, of course, I was focused on you because what else is, am I going to do? But you were really intensely into creating something. Tell the listeners what it is that you created. Yeah. So uh, practicing musician is the easiest way um, or the most similar thing in a different field of education would be Khan Academy. So we are uh, instrumental ed tech which is educational technology that allows a user or a student at home or in K through 12 school system to learn how to play the instrument of their choice. And we currently offer courses on 14 instruments, um, six concert band instruments, four orchestral string instruments, and then the four popular Western like guitar, bass guitar, piano, and drum kit. Um, And we're just about to launch uh four more for concert band and then we're going to launch two more in another month and uh there's it's uh, a set of pretty much video tutorials sheet music feedback applications assessments um ways to track student progress and uh especially in the current environment it was it was almost like i was developing it for COVID because we're the only ones that were meant to be hybrid. We were designed for the flipped classroom, which is the hybrid learning. And now that's what everybody needs. So it was um. amazing. And that's what we were catching up on six weeks ago. But but also I I booked you because you are a musician at Naked City on Camino Island. I think that was two years ago. And you came yeah. out to the island and you were, you know, struggling like to get your dream up and afloat. And now I'm so pleased to see that you're essential we need you (laughs) 
we really need you. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was really a struggle. Let me tell you, the music education, um, the primary teaching tool in K through 12 music programs are method books. And uh, to teach an auditory discipline out of a visual stimulus doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but that's what they still do. And um, there's been, at least until COVID, quite a bit of resistance to adopting newer technology. Um, it's, a, it's a field of education steeped in tradition and instrumental pedagogy is really meant for the one-to-one teacher-student relationship, maybe one-to-many in the K through 12 system. And they almost felt like what, what I had designed was um, going to take away their jobs. And I was just trying to tell them like, first of all, Khan Academy has been around since 2006. It had 70 million users in 2018. And I don't know a single math, science, engineering, technology teacher who lost their job because Khan Academy was created. Like that's not what happened. All that it did was made it much easier to enhance the student learning experience and accelerate student learning at the same time. So, um, but there's, it's just such a new, uh, new feel or way of thinking in music education that uh, until COVID hit and it became an absolute necessity, people weren't really willing to adopt it. So, and I'm trying to celebrate a musician each, not trying, I am celebrating <laughs> a musician each week and some of the stories that are coming out of it, I, I just feel so hopeful. I, this is what's lifting my spirits, is, is knowing that you have invented something that people didn't want to do. And now it's really the, the uh, sunrise business. It's, it's what's happening, and it's going to happen even more. And I wanted to have Ethan on it now because, I'll be honest, my daughter didn't want to get in front of a computer with her son and do that stuff. But now since he's sitting in front of, in the office doing his little homework every day with his teacher in front of him. Now she's more open to that guitar I bought him and having a lesson. So I'm really excited. Well, and that's the interesting thing. When I was beta testing, as you know, I actually went into the schools and worked with the kids, worked with the educators. Um, and just because of the, the culture that has been slowly becoming more and more prevalent in our society the kids they want to be on technology so i noticed that they were they were uh it wasn't that they were goofing off it's it, music is an interesting uh field of education because you have trumpets and trombones and clarinets and percussion all in the same class and they're learning completely different techniques so the teacher cannot teach everybody at the same time right so kids are sitting by idly while their teacher is trying to um, teach one section. Um, but when we when we sat them down and had them watching video tutorials, and the teacher could walk around providing real time feedback to them, um, they were actually hyper engaged, because that's the medium of information sharing that they actually enjoy the most now is this technology. I mean, it's it's new to me, that's not that's not something that I grew up with. And it's not something that I think, um, it, it, it's, I know it's not my favorite medium of information sharing, but I, it was an interesting phenomenon to see how much quicker these students were able to uh, get the information, but then also how much uh, more effective the teachers were because they could provide personalized feedback and everybody would be learning at the same time. So um, it's really more, interesting. It's more efficient and creative. Oh, yeah. And you're right, you're, we're dealing with a whole different... Uh, age group. <laughs> don't get me started because <laughs> I don't even like to be on Zoom right now, but I'm, I'm getting used to it. So uh, your mission statement and your dream and, and your vision, what is that? Yeah, so the, uh, well, let me pull it up because it's, I don't remember it exactly off the top of my head, to be honest, but it is essentially everybody everywhere engaged in music is our uh, vision. And the uh, mission to be precise is um, create a significant and sustainable funding stream for K through 12 music programs by offering world-class music education to everyone everywhere. So we have, um, as everybody knows, a, a big problem in K through 12 music and just arts programs in general, which is that that is the creative side of education, but there's not enough funding. And so, it's the first thing they cut. 
It's the first thing that they oh. cut. I mean, music programs have been cut like crazy since COVID um, started because you can't play as an ensemble, right? So we've designed a bunch, uh, bunch of different methods for holding synchronous classes so that it's not playing simultaneously, but you can engage all students simultaneously and hold them accountable for engaging in these different ways. Um, which has been greatly appreciated by educators. I mean, we have educators not only across the United States, but in Australia, France, Canada, Philippines, Hong Kong, South Korea. Um, I would imagine in some of those Asian countries, it would be more like Americanized schools because I don't know, I didn't reach out internationally, but they just, they found us. So, um, and so, you know, they, they're getting cut. And so what we want to do is actually turn our system into fundraising uh, mechanism for K through 12. And we have one amazing fundraiser built in. We partnered with a national rental company to do this. And we're designing a second one that may be 12 months or so to actually build out the technology to do. But the all the data says with uh, the growth that we're seeing with the, the, you know, the amount of money that's going to be coming in from each sale, uh, we have the potential of raising I, I it's a lot of money a lot of money and you know i work with the chakras and the higher one is your connection to something higher than yourself this is your imagination your third eye your brow chakra and creativity <laughs> is your throat chakra and those are the chakras that are shutting down so much it's so hard to see what's going on we're not looking up and feeling hopeful and having the arts and music and, and creativity for our children keeps those chakras and for us adults. <laughs> that's why I have to be around music and artists and all that and be creative. But it's so really important. I want to, don't want to overuse essential, but for my whole life, it's like finding that thing that the kids love to do. And, it, and most of it turns out to be musicians. I have a lot of musician friends, but art and uh, cooking or anything that they, they, they create. And so as a school's take all that away and our kids are just sitting in front of a computer regurgitating information it starts to to i don't want to say worry but it really concerns me <laughs> it's yeah and it it should um it should be concerning that is why i'm dedicating one of the reasons i'm dedicating so much time i mean for me as you know and i talked about this on the last uh one of the last times i was on here music is the catalyst that led to my sobriety and having a healthy passion having a creative form of expression is something that or at least an opportunity that a lot of kids don't have, period. Like 2.1 million students, the most credible data I found says 2.1 million students literally don't have access to public school uh, music education. So what that means is that, I mean, uh, we know how expensive private instruction is. It, it's uh, definitely the most effective form, private instruction, but if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. If there's no in-school music education, where are you gonna learn? You're just, you're not. Mm -hmm. Music is, it's something that is very difficult to be completely self-taught. Um, you know, we're still, there are, um, it's just, yeah. So essentially it is, it's absolutely crucial that we are able to provide these opportunities for students everywhere because of the benefits that we derive from them, the cognitive and neural development and the ability to connect with one another on a deeper level than we're able to connect um, in everyday life, just because of the, it is, this is one of the things I think um, that really I, I came to realize after getting sober is yoga is union. It's literally what it means. That's the definition or the translation, I mean. And it's union of the mind, body, and spirit. But we go to a yoga class and we're doing poses, the asana, and we're doing the pranayama, and we're doing all these things. And that's that's great. What I've realized is that with music, we're doing poses and breath work. So we're doing the same thing. We're having that mind, body, spirit connection, but we're doing it with an external stimulus because there's a, a musical instrument there. So there's an added layer of complexity of our union with ourselves and with the divine then. But then with uh we have to sync up what our mind body and spirit are doing with an external stimulus with what other people's body mind bodies and spirits are doing with an external stimulus and try and sync it up as close to in the present moment as possible so you get this really like closed connection which is that feeling that transcendent feeling when i perform and when people are in an audience and you get that feeling of uh, oneness and your thoughts kind of melt away you know that's because 
there is that close connection of the, the, the divine and the individuals within the divine with each other. And so that is absolutely crucial for as many people to, uh, to access as possible. Relationships and practicing in a band. And, and, and learn, I, I, most of the music, musician friends are missing creating in a group, you know, and, and, the, and that storytelling that they create, songwriting, that whole, it's such a beautiful thing that you can, all, it's a metaphor too for like our relationship or we're building a relationship. We're playing our musical instruments together, which I think are the chakras. We keep our chakras tuned. We tend to sing the same song. We gravitate towards each other. And there's all kinds of songs, the multiverse. But I think I just love what you just said. Can you just like package that one up? Because playing your instrument is your connection to spirit. That's your yoga, your breath. Beautiful. And then bringing other people in and playing as a a band or an orchestra. Well, I I love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. We had a great talk the other day. I was at the labyrinth and you were talking um, about integrity. And now you have this business that's thriving. What are you going to do with it? You know? What I'm going to do with it is, well, so I think uh, business in the last 10, maybe even 15 years is taking a shift towards uh, a, a, um, a modality for social responsibility. And we're seeing it even just in the fact that in Washington state, there's a new type of corporation called social purpose corporation that didn't exist before 2011 this the little definition is a hybrid between a for-profit and non-profit that's what we incorporated as so we have the ability to um we have the ability to hold stakeholder interest and share uh sorry shareholder interest and the social responsibility in equal weight which means we can do things with our money that is not trying to maximize profit, which is exactly how we're able to do these fundraisers. Because let me tell you, if, if uh, I've been, uh, I've been bootstrapping this business now for four years, um, I've personally put in about $300,000. Um, and my family's put in about 210. And I've turned down money from venture capitalists. I've turned down money because they want us to take the model which is meant to fund k-12 through music programs and they want to turn it into a profit based model and i know that that's not the most uh not only the most effective way to grow and have the biggest impact but it's uh just from a strictly how many students are going to use our platform standpoint but i know that that's not the mission that i set out on because the the ed tech is not be all end all we need teachers we need instruments, we need equipment for the students. And those things cost money. And we, there has to be, the, the models I've designed, I'm telling you, hundreds of millions of dollars is possible to raise because it will be free to use. And then everything else that uh, all the options are going to be essentially like a booster club, right? And so if you think about a booster club, Parents buy cleats from the booster club to support the soccer team. Well, students need equipment and instruments and supplemental education. So we give them the education for their K through 12 program for free. And then when we sell or rent equipment and instruments, when we do that with our consumer side of the service, that is raising money for their music program. So it's a no brainer. They need it anyways. We just, instead of taking the money for ourselves, we give it back to the K through 12 programs. So what we're doing, so I've had to actually turn away money and we're looking for more grants and sponsorships and endorsements from organizations who want national coverage, uh, you know, so that we can actually continue on with our mission. Um, And that's been hard. That's been another thing that has slowed down our progress for a little bit because I could have gotten hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, but I, I wanted to preserve the mission. So if somebody wants to support you, where can, where can they go? Um, my email is jake at practicingmusician.com. That'll be the easiest way to get a hold of me. I am working, especially now, I sprained my ankle. I was telling <laughs> Dean, I my ankle a few days ago. So I'm holed up in bed for four to six weeks with this big boot on. And uh, so I'll be able to respond to emails very quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, 
And if people want lessons or just to check out what's going on, it's practicingmusicians.com. Uh, yeah, no, no S, just practicingmusician.com. Yeah, practicingmusician.com. And, you know, we're focused so much right now on the K through 12 site, which is practicingmusician.com slash K12, no hyphen between the K and the 12. Um, and uh, so we haven't been working on the consumer site. Now, consumers can go on, try everything out for free. Uh, we're not charging for that at the moment because we stopped production to help the like K through 12 really they, they're struggling. So we we're put all of our resources into doing that right now. Um, but you can go on and see how everything works. There's 2000 video tutorials taught by members of the Seattle Symphony Pacific Northwest Ballet Orchestra, you know, really highly respected organizations um, in sequential order. So you never have to know, you never have to have learned any instrument or played anything and you'll be able to learn on our site. Um, and I've watched it grow. I just because I checked it out again. I'm like, this is really, really exciting. And not only that, you are an amazing, amazing human being. And I, I think uh, meeting you was meant to be somehow. And uh, you, we were talking the other day. So is there, do you believe in something bigger than yourself, a higher power of some sort? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's impossible not to. The, uh, the, the things that lead me in my life are, uh, it, it, you know, it's interesting. When I grew up, um, I was highly, highly, highly intellectual and would say that no, none of these things existed. Um, but I don't have a whole lot of, if I make a decision, it, it's like, bam, right then and there, the consequence comes, whether it's positive or negative. Um, everything is so interconnected, it's impossible to miss, in my opinion. Like if, if, if I, uh, it's, it's instant. It, I've gotten to a point where I can notice if I do something, it comes back to me it, from not even the person that I'm talking to. It comes back to me in another form. So I, if I am able to, um, again, going back to what we were talking about before this, go from a vicious cycle of something that is taking rather than giving to a cycle of giving rather than taking, then it just kind of comes back to me in that form. And it, it continually builds and you climb higher and higher, higher. And then you eventually um, are in this place where you're protected, almost like uh, you've got this magical ward around you. And so it's a pretty phenomenal experience to have gone from the depths of hell, you know, from drinking a half a gallon and taking two to eight other drugs simultaneously every single day to this point where I'm now going to be five years sober on December 19th and have, uh, you know, cleared out a lot of that negativity. And now it's just positive, 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 and positive, positive, positive coming in. So it's, uh, it's pretty phenomenal. And it's that it's the energy about you and, and, and your thoughts. There's so much that goes into it, but it's tuning up your instrument, you know, and when you play it, it just sounds different than if it's out of tune. <laughs> and I have my chakras work that I do. So that imagination, creativity, being led by that, that, that thing bigger than yourself and finding your purpose and passion. And then when spirit tells you to do something or whatever you want to call it, to go out and do it, you have to have the courage. And when you don't feel like you're getting anywhere and spirit's still telling you to keep playing you know you keep playing and then just to be you know three years that I've known you and see all your it's not it is effort right it's not easy is it easy <laughs> no I mean the spirit doesn't do it for me <laughs> no. the spirit just tells me if I'm doing it right or not <laughs> yeah no it's uh, I put in a massive amount of effort um yeah and, and and to your point you just made there's a great Dave Matthews song um it's called uh, Die Trying. And the, the very first few lyrics are, to change the world, you must take one step. The first step, however small, the first step is the hardest of all. And so it's, it's kind of that kind of thing where you the confidence grows as that positive uh, cycle of reinforcement uh, grows because you're getting a bigger and bigger network of that, uh, that, of that um, I, would, I would say, the, the angels surrounding you. And so as, as you are the creator, become more and more aligned with that present moment and what needs to happen and you're making the right choices, then all the, well, the angels will tell you if you're doing something wrong, <laughs> they, they have no problem telling you that. And uh, 
So yeah, they, and they'll also they'll also reward you. So yeah. And sometimes they tell me to do nothing and just be, because there's a there's a little dance going on around me, and things are just being prepared for my vision or my dream or, or my intentions. And so I just I think that day we we ran into each other. I know we ran into because I was having a really good day, and I think so were you. And we both just lit up, and it was an, an amazing thing. And all because I listened to my intuition. I could have said, no, I'm late for this. I got to get to Camano Island. And there it is. Here you are. And I can see you through Zoom. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Bizarre experience to be able to see each other on. So it's practicing, practicingmusician.com, Jake Douglas. Any last words for the listeners? No, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure uh, reconnecting. So, yeah. Okay. I'll keep watching you. And, um, uh, Jake is a musician. He plays the drums, and we're going to end the segment with him playing because you're creating right now also some new music. Yeah, I'm in a, a group called Accelerated Spiritual Growth. Our first album is teaching people how to declare heaven, and uh, so we're. Uh, this is the very first song from that album, or at least a segment of a nine-and-a-half-minute song called Genesis, which is the beginning of any spiritual seeker's existential crisis and journey, so... Peace out, Jake. <laughs> All right. That is amazing. Thank you. All right. We're going to take our break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget, that's the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Need a day away? Indulge yourself in a sanctuary of rest at the Seaside Spa and Salon, located in historic waterfront Coopville on beautiful Whidbey Island. Seaside Spa and Salon specializes in organic spa treatments. Their goal is to create a place for you to regain balance and to uplift your spirits. Check out their website for information on spa packages and gift certificates. Visit SeasideSpaAndSalon.com or like them on Facebook to plan your day away today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. The castle walls are crumbling down. The ground is withered. Sky is blackened without sun. The stars expired. Fire casts the likeness of.
Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That's the beautiful Faye Wiedenhoff. Sea star. So mesmerizing. That song's called Spread Your Wings and Fly. It's called Wings, but it makes me cry. I love that song so much. But when I was going through some dark times, that song lifted my spirits, mm-hmm. and I put it in all the time. So make sure you, you spread your wings and fly. And speaking of butterflies, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> beautiful people, uh, joining us this morning is Erin Wiley. Good morning, Erin. Morning. Where are Thanks you at? for having me. Where are you at right now? Where, you know what? I am in um, Moclips. Is that how you say that? It's over by Ocean Shores. I rented this Airbnb um, and just decided to basically like, Woodby, I'm from Whidbey Island and it's beautiful there, but sometimes you just need to like get out of town. So I found this Airbnb um, over on the Pacific coast. And so we came over, me and my daughter and our dog. And this place is like spectacular. It's super beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I spent yeah. many, many years going back and forth because my friend had a house there and Ocean Shores. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, and it, it is, Whidbey is a small island, so it's nice sometimes. I like coming to the show, getting off, because you almost don't want to leave, just like Commando. You kind of get in, yeah. and then you, you become that, and that's all you are is Whidbey Island. So easy right. to stay there. Uh, so mm-hmm. let's see. When did, tell us, tell our story. When did I meet you? We met, so we had known each other through like we had spoken on the phone and I think we had emailed a couple of times and maybe connected on social media but we met in person I think it was in February um of this year right before kind of everything happened um you had asked me to do an interview oh yes that's right it was about self-care in the beginning of the year and um, and I own a spa on Whidbey Island, and so it. And you had been there several times as a guest, and at that moment, there was just something kind of going on with me, and I couldn't figure out what it was. But I was having all this weird anxiety, and it was something I hadn't battled with since I was like a teenager, and I didn't know where it was coming from or whatever. And you offered to do a um, an energy healing session for me. And I jumped all over it. I love energy healing. And it had been a long time since I had had one. And we just bonded. Um, And it was, I just remember that being a really beautiful day. And I know how I got there. I got a gift certificate for my birthday. And I've done multiple things at your spa, but I had never really met you in person. And again, my intuition said, why don't you messenger and see if she wants to to do a reading or a healing with you? And And that's intuition god bless my intuition yeah totally totally everything happens for a reason nothing i don't think anything is really um coincidence at all and then i went to the salon we did your reading Mm -hmm. and then i think we hung out a little yeah we did hang out a little bit we did did we went and got some hors d'oeuvres after because uh by the time we were done with our session i don't think either of one of us were really ready to like part ways so we hung out for a little bit and it was really great and then the beauty of it is we I was just leaving the nine year, which for me was, I can't tell you how many things I, I had to let go of in the last year. I, I'm just still yeah. overwhelmed. I'm not sure how it all happened, but starting over yeah. a whole new place, a whole new island, you know, not yeah. being able to go back to Hawaii and this and that, my books yeah. are all gone. And then you were in your nine year. And now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you had to explain what that meant to me, and I had no idea, but it basically means it's, so So our, our years are in cycles, and so the nine year is kind of the end of a cycle. It's when, you know, you have to let go of a lot of things that no longer serve you. Um, doors start to close, and, um, and then when you go back into your first year, the following year, everything kind of reopens, and so that's where I've been this year, and you warned me that it was going to be a roller coaster of a year. And I mean, I have to say you were totally right. I mean, it's, it, I don't think you could have been more right about this year, but. And so I opened up my space at the Bayview Healing Arts and you mm-hmm. were the last person I worked with. And again, mm-hmm. we had so much fun that we went downstairs to have din- something to eat, Farmer yeah. and the Vine. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. had all of these plans and it was the next day that, well, yeah, it all stopped next day that everything was that a lot of things were shut down in Washington yes mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it actually no yeah. I, I couldn't believe it either and then you had the 
in Hawaii, the cojones or whatever, you had what it took to open your spa again, which look how much, yeah, cojones, whatever it is. Erin has it because to open a spa and to get that all taken care of and have people working again and me getting Mm. some healing work, thank you, was the first Mm. place I went. How much, how much energy did, did you put into that? Uh, I can't, I can't even speak to it. It was so much. All I know is that when we did reopen, I was, if I didn't have a support system around me, I don't know how I would have been standing anymore, but it, I mean, but I'm grateful for every single moment of it. I mean, that from the, I, I wallowed in self-pity for like a day when we were closed down. And, and then I thought, you know what, I've got to, like, I can't do this. This is not in my nature to not do something. And so, um, I just, I, I connected with friends. I connected with colleagues. I connected with my support system and I, and I, basically just came up with all of these ideas of things that we could do. Um, we started a fundraiser when we were closed to help support our local hospital. I did a lot of grounding stuff. Like I started going on these like six mile walks with my girlfriend, Heather. And now like I, I've never done that in my life, but it was really fun. And, and I started working in my garden and just doing all these things. Um, we made quarantine self-care survival kits for um, our clients and we would mail them out to people. Um, so they'd get this fun package in the mail, it was this hot pink box and it was, I mean, it just gave people joy, you know? And that's what my job was before. My job was all about connecting with people and giving them joy. Um, and when we were closed down, I, I couldn't do that anymore. And I know that was a hard thing for you also. Um, devastating, you- <laughs> devastating not to see anybody for months, it, you know? It- Yes. And when you're a person who gets your energy from helping other people, it gets and from people, it's hard to just be told that you can't. So I figured out how I could. And, um, and then at the same time we did a remodel on the salon and just, I knew we would reopen. Um, but I wanted to reopen and I wanted to make it I wanted, I wanted it to feel like this beautiful thing that happened to us. And actually it was, it was a beautiful thing that happened to us. So, um, so all of it, you know, it, it, it ended up being the pandemic, the closure, all of it has ended up being something that I'm actually really grateful for, which is shocking, but. Well, I, I've, I've learned a lot. I've learned so much. Uh mm-hmm. Healing is essential, you know, and you opened up your place so I could practice (laughs) for two Mondays with the women because, you know, it's very hard to figure out what I'm going to do with the distancing and all that. And and you let me kind of practice a little bit on my healing, my techniques, like don't touch the rocks. I'll spray them with this and all that stuff. But I got to do my work again. And the women, they were beautiful. And, And the most important thing is that they they said that they were all anxious like like this world is full of anxiety and what they said after being with me is they felt relaxed and that was a huge gift and without you providing that space without just like the coffee shops for the musicians you giving us that place and putting all that effort I mean then I have to say too I hadn't had my hair cut for a year I literally cut my hair hair twice on my own what a nightmare that is (laughs) that was so seeing you in that day I know I was super busy that day but god you looked you, I mean, you always look beautiful, but it, it's really great when you see somebody, you know, just something simple, a haircut and how it can just pick somebody up. Well, it felt as my my last year, my ending, it's like just getting rid of that dead hair and it's shorter than it should because he goes, it's really long in the back. I'm like, I couldn't cut it in the back. That's why. But he and, and, and to have somebody to actually work with my hair, you know, because that's your crown chakra, you know, and your third eye and he, CJ, yeah. CJ, thumbs up and what yeah. an amazing young man or every yeah. Benny says I call everyone a young man <laughs> men <laughs> but uh all I know is that I felt in the last couple weeks totally new and my energy like what Jake was saying has totally shifted and mm-hmm. I feel thank you I felt so blessed to have listened to my intuition and I feel so blessed to have you as a friend and to be a part of the seaside spa and salon in Coopville would be island Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm I'm very happy that you and I have um, become friends and, and connected like 
I think it's been good for both of us. It has, because I think we'll have a late night, oh, what's going on? And we'll text each other or have yeah. a, a phone call, because especially it's, to the dark times. True. I know, it's so true. Yeah, there's kind of a camaraderie there. So. And so I feel like we're you're going into your, uh, after January, be one. I'm in my one now. Next, I'll be mm-hmm. two. Oh, goodness. I can't believe this year went by so quickly. But we're planting seeds, and I, I, I really do see something between Coopville and Langley, This uh, a spiritual um, mm-hmm. support system that's been happening. And mm-hmm. Seaside Salon has uh, multiple things. T- tell the listeners what it is that you offer. Uh, we're a full service salon and day spa. So we offer massage therapy, um, skin care, um, um, manicures and pedicures. We're also a full service hair studio. So I've got several hairstylists. They do everything from color cuts, perms, extensions. They do all of it. Um, we retail some really great brands, Eminence Organics. That's a lovely skincare line. Um, Matrix hair care, Purology hair care, Farmhouse Fresh, some really just really lovely um, product lines. And most of them give back. Like with our, our skincare line, for every product we sell, they plant a tree. Um, for our Farmhouse Fresh products, every product they sell goes to um, uh, helping uh, animals, like animals in animal shelters, purchasing dog beds for dogs and um, dog shelters and stuff. So it's, it's cool. We have some really great product lines. And Eminence, again, <clears throat> I've been using it for, gosh, 10 years. I, I love it. And you are supporting an uh, ethical company. And that's another thing. Ah, like Jake was saying, to have that integrity in your business. Right. And do the right, right. things. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. And for me, I always preach self-care, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I yeah. really don't think I, I've been so busy working and, and trying to get ahead with this craziness that went on. And just to have my hair done, um, I do get to do a, a day spa day. A day spa day? Is that how you say it? A spa day? <laughs> Wednesday. I'm treating. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm very happy doing that. And I'll be there, so I'll, I'll get to say hi. Yay, yay. So I'm really excited about that. And it's been a long time. It was since my birthday, a year or so back, because I, oh, actually I had a facial. I was practice on because you had new people coming in. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. And that was the first time I've been touched when, you know, in a healing ways this whole time. Yeah. And isn't that so amazing? I know that that was like one thing that I really missed um, when we were closed was I'm a hugger. I loved, I hug everyone. Um, in fact, a couple of my girlfriends think that it's weird because I'm such a hugger, but I just, I am. And I always have been. I'm also a big handshaker. I grew up in the Midwest and you shake everyone's hand in the Midwest. And, um, and gosh, that has, that's one thing you really take for granted. I had no idea how much I took for granted hugging and handshaking until we weren't allowed to do it anymore. Human touch. So that's <laughs> human, human touch. touch. It's a big deal. I know. I know. But, you know, when it comes to self-care, the other thing that I wanted to just say, I heard you say, you know, that you haven't done this in, in a long time because you've been so busy and so on and so forth. And the one one thing that I think people forget about with self-care is giving yourself grace and knowing that it's really okay if you are really busy and you haven't had a lot of time to do that, to just, I think, showing yourself a little bit of grace and saying, you know what, it's okay that I haven't I haven't had the time to do this for myself, but I am going to try to carve out a little bit of time when I can. Um, and just not beating yourself up about it. I think that that's a really good version of self-care too. And that's what you and I need to practice because we like to go out there and give and do. And uh, we're, we're the goer givers. And, and then there's that time where I think too, I do get kind of burned out. And that's when I usually get sick, but I haven't been, get, I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> that's really yeah. good. You know, no flu. Nothing. Of course, I haven't gotten that, but it's one of those things like right now, I know maybe because my body's talking to me, I have some aches and pains and I, my, my, you know, I'm grounded enough to realize that I need to stop. Like Jake mm-hmm. hurt his ankle. He's probably going a little bit too hard and the universe knows when to, to sit you down and give you a, a little vacation. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so what do you do for self-care for yourself? Well, I love to go on walks, so I'm still doing that. That's one thing that I didn't want to give up when we um, when we did um, when we were able to reopen and I was able to go back to work. I really wanted to still be able to um, to go on those walks. I just felt like they were really grounding for me. Um, I journal every day. Um, 
this, this trip right now, this is, this is something that I just, I wanted to get away with my daughter. This is totally self-care for me. And, and I, I also, I mean, I work in a spa, so it's, it's pretty easy for me to get spa treatments um, done. That's pretty readily available for me. But, um, but when I'm not at work, you know, my biggest ones are really just doing outdoor things. I love walking. I love working in my yard. I love my garden. Um, and those are, those are some of the biggest things that I do. And for me, it's Mother Nature. And lately, yeah. uh, nature or my intuition has told me to, to bring a blanket after my walk and I lay on the ground. Mm. And I, that sounds weird. But remember, as kids, we would just sit on the ground and look at the sky. And that's yeah. what I've been doing lately. And, it, and I just feel like um, my aura, it just feels like it's cleaned, you know. And as I can't go to the beach as much because it's getting colder, but I realized I was laying on the beach, you know, and just having that connection to the earth. And, you know, mm -hmm. we take walks, but we don't really take our shoes off. So, you know, I guess I get the hugging of the tree, but actually sitting your butt on the ground and maybe doing some stretching or just relaxing, meditating while we can. Yes. I love meditating. I love meditating. I, my daughter came into my room the other night when I was just starting to meditate. I was just sitting down on my pillow in front of my fireplace and, and she said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm about to meditate. And she's like, how do you even do that? She's 14, almost 15. So she sat down with me for like an hour and we just did it. That was, it was great actually. And you know, that's where I feel like I'm going. I've, I've been talking to a few people and, and I need to do zoom. I want to do a, a, a parent and a child, whether it's Reiki one or the chakras, but do yeah. just like the practicing musician, but this is what's coming to me. And I'm going to work with one of your ladies and her son this week, uh, Monday, <laughs> cause I'm at the Bayview uh, cash store again on um, occasional days just to get, my foot through the door and see how I can do this not distancing yeah. healing but yeah. I really love working with parents and their kids and I've had yeah. such a successful yeah 30 years of this it's been pretty yeah. exciting but that's what I, I kind of want to do is a class maybe at home on a Monday evening I don't know with kids and, and a parent yeah totally I think that I think it would be really good right now for kids to learn how to um how to heal their their energy and how important their energy is um, and for parents to be able to help facilitate that with their kids I think would be a big deal I don't think that I I don't think that we really understand or can understand just how stressful this situation has been for our children um, I think that they're scared and I mean if we're scared they're we're, they're definitely scared and kids can sometimes be irrational anyway and so um so I think that that sounds like an awesome idea Dina I think it sounds awesome and I do relationship readings and I've noticed in chakra readings that uh if a mom is stressed out the kids actually overcompensate so all my kids and all those other years literally shut down chakras that were too open in me you know mm -hmm. and they kind of compensate and pets do that too so like my friend was saying, if you do those classes, you know the parents are going to be touched by it probably more than the kids. Even though they're thinking that, the, that it's a kid's class, the parents are going to get a lot out of it too. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I think so. And as things it makes sense to progress, me. I hope one day we're all sitting in a room together and I can actually teach Reiki, you know, one with the hands-on. And I have people that have done it. They just don't have the practice. Yeah. Know? So I can teach it, but it's a whole other thing to get – Close, like when I'm uh, talking about Reiki is one thing, but if you and I are doing hands-on healing, you feel it in a different way than me talking about it. Oh, yes, you do. You do. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's going on at the spa this month? Exciting. You know what? Actually, I don't think I told you this. Uh, maybe I did, but I'm not sure. I don't think I did. So this is actually our anniversary month. Um, nope, I did not we know that. Have, yes, I know. It's our 14th year. Wow. We're in business. So there's all kinds of exciting things going on. I know. So there's, we're doing a big 30% um, off sale on spa services. So anything, well, it's select services that are new to you. So um, if it's your first time having it with us, then, then you get it at 30% off. And there's some of our biggest um, uh, spa treatments that are the most popular, like our 80 minute restorative massage and our 90 minute facial, our farm to spa manicure and pedicure which is a really lovely manicure and pedicure with um, Eminence Organic Skincare. It's basically like a facial for your hands and feet. It's really lovely. Um, and then uh, a color service in the hair salon also. So that's really fun. We're raffling off a kayak. I that's another that. really fun. 
Now I always try to do, I like to do giveaways and I like to do fun stuff. And, and one thing that this year has taught me that's really important is that we all should be outside more, or that's what I, I feel like I need to be outside more. And so, you know, in the past we've given away things like, um, products for a year or um you know we, i guess we gave away a bike one year that was really fun but this year i just felt like it needed to be um something that would really encourage people to be outside and so it's this kayak paddle board that's really fun um and then at the end of the month we're doing um a pop-up event an acupuncture pop-up event to celebrate our 14th year anniversary so that's on october 25th we have an acupuncturist coming in um you might know her her name's sonia she's from the um save you that's where you know i have her she's, she's that's where i do yeah. the art uh, you came to my office and it's her office yeah. and we share it oh i love it <laughs> yeah awesome. i love her she is fabulous so she's gonna come in and be a guest acupuncturist for us and do acupuncture um uh, that day to just kind of treat all of our our clients so oh i'm going to be there and i always preach and i mean it give the gift of self uh care to yourself or to someone you love for the mm -hmm. holidays so gift certificates are so important and you don't yeah. you can't shop everything's going to be different anyways i think so why not give the gift of health to the people you love and yourself so what's your website uh seaside spa and salon.com and I guarantee you, go to the Facebook Seaside Spa and Salon like that. And each day you'll see some of the posts. Most of them are positive. All of them are positive, but also some beautiful hair um, that's being done. Gorgeous colors. Mm -hmm. I just don't even know. Yeah. Purple. Yeah. Yeah, we try to kind of showcase everything for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm going to let you enjoy your uh, mini vacation, and I will see you at the spa soon. Wednesday. Yay. Lovely. Thank you for having me. Yay, Erin. Awesome. So... I'm going to say something. When I was in ninth grade, I was cleaning out the garage. It was my birthday, and I saw three of my classmates run by, and they had a cake, and they had a present. And that present was the first Van Halen album. <laughs> nice. It was uh, Joel Camburn and Jeff Anderson and Darren uh, Leggett. Those boys changed my life forever. <laughs> Went the disco, came the rock and roll, and I became the chick with the black chevelle and went to every concert hey, i could there you go i even saw the kinks play this song and it's a, you really got me van halen uh eddie van halen bless your beautiful heart mm -hmm. join us next week for more people place and activities that will lift your spirits